the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been... Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio, Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with John Dixon and Dan DeLuzio, two guys that are uh, they're both CPAs. There's no problem using that as a noun, is there? I know a lot of designations these <laughs> days have a major issue with No, it. I've been called other things. Oh, yeah, but probably much worse than that, right? That's right. <laughs> well, what does it mean to be a CPA? Well, we won't delve that deep because I know John's just itching to answer that question. John is probably... Of course, just chillaxing. Chillaxing. Mr. Intoxicated. He's got all kind of stuff. It's just... Uh, I, it, it's almost painful sometimes to talk to people that are too excited about being a, an accountant. Everything comes back to taxes. Well, uh, you can't uh, can't quite get out of the world even without some taxation. Right? Well, that's what Benjamin Franklin said. You have two things certain in life, or death and taxes. Death and taxes, no doubt. So uh, uh, we will talk quite a bit about uh, taxes this week. Uh, we've got a, a show teed up where we're going to talk quite a bit about the differences between the two presidential candidates, uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on in the financial markets. Uh, this week, unlike most weeks, we saw the markets sell off a little bit. Um, we're down in the last five days, 3.68%. And oh, guess what? Technology is not leading, which is very rare. Uh, this week, the highest returner is actually a negative we got staples down 1.94 percent <laughs> consumer discretionary is down 2.13 and oh way in the basement where it's been for a while energy lost 10 percent this week i can tell you guys it's really strange to see what's going on in energy um we've we've continued to see demand come back online we see um uh stockpiles of crude oil have been contracting so you know pumping is not matching the the usage of the of the uh, oil that we've got out of the ground at the moment mm-hmm. uh and yet we see a pretty major decline 10 percent in a week in the whole sector that's uh that's a kick in the shorts mm-hmm. um and which actually is- they came up this week and you, if you look the year to date uh, the energy are down 48 percent some came up this week with a client looking at maybe doing a, a Roth conversion associated with their energy holdings. Yeah. Uh, you know, there there are uh, quite a few strategies that are kicking in. A lot of folks are just trying to avoid the sector. Uh, I believe, just based on what I've witnessed and, and the fact that, uh, you know, we did see a lot of demand destruction. When automobiles uh, quit driving around, we saw traffic decrease significantly. Uh, in March and mm-hmm. April uh, into May, uh, but really between May and June and where I look is not just locally in Georgia, but I look in California. I like to look in some of the states that I know, you know, are, are more known for their traffic and whatnot. But they say since May and June, traffic has been back to like 80 percent or more in uh, in California. So, um, you know, we, we've seen quite a bit. 
of uh, demand should be coming back. And and if you look at the the difference between crude oil price declines, which we have seen some pretty significant declines this year, um, and and the decline in the energy sector, it's unbelievable. I mean, I guess what we're waiting on. We've seen we've seen some bankruptcies um, in energy, but what I really think you're looking for. Maybe is consolidation. Are the big the big companies gonna win out and wind up owning well, you know, the assets of the smaller ones? It's hard to say. Well, my prognostication on how car automobiles are reacting in this uh, pandemic is: I look out my window. I'm at the perimeter office, right? So I overlook 400 and 285, <laughs> and I look at the traffic there. And usually before it, before the pandemic, at 315 every day, the traffic would back up going north on 400. Right. Now it's at about 5 o'clock. Really? So, yeah. so, so you so can not, see the huge difference in traffic. Well, the thing is, we still, you know, the the state of Georgia, the yeah. Department of Transportation, tells us that we are more or less back to yeah. automobile traffic about what it close was close to normal where, close yeah. it was it's close. Right. I, you uh, can see the buildup on the freeways right. again now yeah there's still a lot of folks that are working from home yeah uh, you know hence for financial is one of them we're mm -hmm. we're still you know giving employees the option we have officially tried to get back to normal a little bit but i think you know some of that might well, be change forever but what's the outlook for like for instance california yesterday the governor there is mandating that the all automobiles must be electric by 33 2035. 2035. Now, if you read closely, what he's saying is you can't sell a new automobile in the state of California uh, after the year 2035 Without unless it. it's uh, electric. So no internal combustion engines. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't buy one over in Nevada. Yeah. doesn't mean oh, you I can't see. go a little bit of somewhere <laughs> else. And he's also not saying you can't drive those automobiles. So it's not going to dry up and blow away in the next 15 years. Yeah. Uh, but it is really strange, and I've talked about this before. You see Royal Dutch Shell, mm -hmm. um, who, you know, they, they really are more focused on North Sea crude in, in Europe, but they also have U.S. operations all over the place. Uh, they have stated that by the year 2050, that they do not want to be contributing to the uh, greenhouse gases or, or any um, fossil fuel effects on the environment. So it is their goal. And what you saw in May when they announced earnings and cut their dividend in half, mm -hmm. um, which, by the way, was, in my opinion, unwarranted because not financially, it wasn't needed necessarily. So uh, what they talked about a lot was they're going to redirect their uh, capital expenditures so that they can um, spend money, kind of put their money where their mouth is. They they have been talking about going more green. If you've seen this week, as as uh, energy did sell off pretty heavily, um, Royal Dutch Shell actually did better than the others. Interesting. So, you know, we, we've got lots of dynamics working in the market. And, uh, you know, you would never have thought that at some point in time you would see an energy company saying they're going to help lead in, in a lot of the, the whole sector. The whole energy um, industry is saying that they are likely to lead the world to be gas-free. It looks like the regulators are doing a little bit quicker than them uh, <laughs> when you look at California. But not only that, um, tobacco companies are said to be uh, the, the folks who are going to lead us into smoking cessation into the future, too. So, um, you know, I don't know what that looks like. 
or we are going to be uh, watching folks vape where they used to smoke. Uh, there is some argument that it's more, and this is obviously a relative, it's still not healthy, but it's a more healthy option than, mm-hmm. uh, a, you know, burning uh, tobacco um, and inhaling it into your lungs. But, uh, you know, there, there's... Uh, it's it's kind of a strange dynamic we've fallen into where energy well, companies are going to sort of regulating us. themselves, right? And and you know when you got the populace that's mm-hmm. starting to look at things differently, then why mm-hmm. wouldn't you be the one if you're going to remain viable? You're going to have to do something. So uh, some of those greener uh, options seem to be in the future of energy. Um, so looking, as John said, at the year to date, we've got technology up 21.97%, energy down 47.99%, financials down 23.14%, consumer discretionary is up 18.55%. For a grand total, the S&P is up a whopping 1.44%. There's a huge disparity between the winners and the losers in 2020, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about this before, you know, the top five uh weighted companies in the S&P 500 uh have performed stellar this was as of last week i think they were all up like 32% um the rest of the 40 495 companies in the S&P 500 uh down 4% on average so mm-hmm. you know really strange the things that we're seeing if you go back out a year S&P 500 has gained 11% in the past year Technology up 41%, energy still down 46%. So um, really odd the way things are going. I think energy is probably, uh, you know, the the treatment that they've received by the market is probably overblown. I would say the same for technology. So, uh, you know, one has been mistreated and the other one has been treated quite uh uh, beneficially, and I think both are, are a bit overdone. Um, you don't really have to look too far to figure that out. You look at uh, um, the price-to-earnings ratios in, in uh, growth companies are basically off the charts around 35 times earnings, whereas normal would be around 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at value, uh, it's still slightly um, you know, at a premium, but not nearly to the point that you see growth at the moment. So uh, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we have got a dog of the week, um, and uh, we'll talk about that and then get into that uh, discussion about the differences in tax um, expectations from the two different candidates we have for president. Stick around. Money Talks. We'll be right back. Get with it, girl. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. 
Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.